Hello, everybody, and welcome to Studio de Hefri. It's nice to see you guys. Cowboys had their OTAs that were open to the media today, and I'd love to tell you that I was standing there on the sideline watching, but I would be lying to you. I will get a credential. My friends at Believe or whatever I got to do, and I'll get out there. But in the meantime, what you do is you just go to the sources that are out there every day that can give you the best information. And for me, that was Dave Hellman and John Mashoda, the athletic DallasCowboys.com. So we got you covered and we can talk about the things we learned and things we didn't learn. I'm going to call this something along the lines of stuff that doesn't matter, but is worth noting about the Dallas Cowboys. So things that happened at OTAs today. And hello to everyone in the chat. Things that happened at today's OTAs. You ready for nugget number one? Nugget number one. Tyron Smith's back tightened up, so he didn't partake. Stuff that doesn't matter, but it's worth noting. I mean, crap, man. <laughs> we hadn't even started yet, Tyron. We hadn't even started yet. Oh, so ultimately, what does that mean? Is it important? No, it's just annoying. Kind of terrifying. There's two things I don't trust in sports, okay? Backs and necks. Two things that I don't trust. Backs and necks. I hate them both. Um, I mean, hell, maybe I'm fortunate that the only thing that sucks on my body is both knees, both shoulders, all sorts of other things. But come on, man. Come on. I hate it. I hate it here. Kilgore, thank you for being in the super chat. I, know I can always respond on you. Tyron Smith. Couldn't do nothing. Couldn't do nothing. You know, once upon a time, I actually thought that because uh, he had a surgery that like, you know what? Maybe Tyron could go on a good run and still have like five good years left. Because don't get me wrong, Tyron Smith is still really good. Still a really good left tackle. I thought maybe he could be fixed up. And last year, his injury was just stepping on a foot, right? It wasn't a back or a neck or whatever. So that could still be true. It's just... <laughs> First day, the media's out there. And uh, Tyron didn't practice. Things that don't matter but are worth noting. Uh, Jalen Tolbert and James Washington were not out there. They're rehabbing things. No biggie. That's the other thing. Like with Tyron missing, here's here's the, the sprinkle of, hey, it's going to be okay. Is for veterans, it really doesn't matter. Tyron Smith isn't going to do anything at OTAs uh, anyway. Jeff, play your Kavanaugh song. My son says it's loud. I tried to turn it down a little bit today. Here's, you guys tell me, is that is it too loud? I turned the dial down a little bit. Um, So, yeah, there's going to be guys that are missing OTAs. We'll get more information on injuries later. But Tyron's, we know, was his back tightened up. And so, whatever, you're Tyron Smith. When it's time to play, we'll play. If you're hurt and you can't play, you can't play, and we'll figure it out. Nugget that is worth noting is uh, – First man up when Tyron wasn't out there was Matt Willetsko, the fifth-round pick. Well, let's go. Things that don't matter, but they're worth noting. Well, let's go. 
first man up. Um, Tyler Smith, first round pick, running with the second team to start OTAs. Doesn't matter. That one probably falls in the category of doesn't matter and not worth noting. It's just your standard, hey, Rook, you ain't the starter yet. He's the starter. He's the starter. Not loud enough. We prefer max volume. Okay, I see you, Twitch. I see you guys on the Twitch. Cowboys OTAs, things that don't matter but are worth noting. CeeDee Lamb's locker is right next to Dak Prescott now. Does it? Does CeeDee Lamb's going for 1,300 yards, by the way. Minimum. 1,300 yards. Your music was a little low, Jeff. Okay, you guys want it hotter? That's just a little hotter. Uh, Dak Prescott doing Dak Prescott things. He was the one who requested that CeeDee Lamb's locker be moved next to his because his locker mates are no longer on the football team anymore. So, yeah, that's just leader stuff. Hey, you're going to be my number one wide receiver. Hey, you're going to sit next to me. Hey, you're going to hang out with me. You're going to be my guy. We're going to do this forever, and we're going to kick everyone's ass. So, that's worth noting. Dak Prescott doing Dak Prescott things. We'll all fight and argue and complain about how good he is or isn't uh, each individual game or each individual play. But Dak Prescott doing Dak Prescott things, saying, hey, my young number one wide receiver put his locker right here. I'll take care of him. By the way, this show, of course, is brought to you by my partners at Bet Online. They continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Maybe you can bet on the Mavs again. We got one on our way to Mavs in seven. Don't argue with me. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures like the Cowboys to win the East, which they will. Bet online, your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas casino and poker games. Easy to get started. Get to the website or use your mobile device to sign up. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Uh, CD also said he grew a half inch and added 10 pounds in the offseason. I'm throwing the challenge flag on growing a half inch. How old is C.D. Lamb? Are there any doctors in the chat right now? When do you stop growing? C.D. Lamb is 23. He is young. Do you believe that C.D. Lamb grew a half inch in the offseason? <laughs> I don't. But, hey, maybe he did. Javon Kinlaw thoughts. What's going on with Javon Kinlaw? What are you talking about? Um, oh, I want to look up his name. He got really mad at a reporter today. Grant Cohn <laughs> said he had bigger balls than him. He went off on a 49ers blogger. <laughs> okay. Uh, just put my notice in for a job that was becoming toxic to me. Not sure what's next, but want to thank you for showing bravery and valuing yourself first from Vance. Thank you, dude. I would also add in. If you don't have anywhere to land, that is terrifying. Uh, I'm proud of you for getting out of something that's toxic and trying to figure out something better. But I cannot be the one that's like, I'm not campaigning for anyone to quit their job if you don't have a way to play, pay the bills lined up. I was ready to pay the bills. Edward, when people say high ceiling, but thank you, Vance, and I love you. People say high ceiling. What traits do you look at to determine that? What do you see on film that leads to that conclusion? I read a lot about Dallas drafting high ceiling, read a lot about drafting high ceiling players this year. High ceiling basically just means you're an awesome athlete or you have some sort of measurable that's really, really good. Like Matt, well, let's go. The fifth round pick, offensive tackle. He's an incredible 
Well, let me double check that. Uh, what you want to do is if you're on Twitter, it's at MathBomb. Just type at MathBomb and then whatever player you want to see how good of an athlete he is because he runs a website. Yeah, so he tested as an incredible athlete, and he has super long arms, 36 inches. Tackles, you want him to be at least 33. His are 36. So, like, that is where people are going to say his ceiling is really high. He went to a small school, so you think you can develop him to be a better player. He tested as a 99th percentile athlete at the offensive tackle spot, and he has super long arms, which means he can put hands on people and they can't put hands on him. So ceiling, generally, you're talking about some sort of trait that is really good, and you have to develop the rest. Uh, a pass rusher who's an incredible athlete and can win outside and get sacks, but is a bad run defender and his technique sucks. That's high ceiling. Uh, wide receiver. A dude who can catch it really well, is a really good athlete, and has never been asked to run routes, like he went to Baylor or something. And you're like, okay, I got to develop him into an NFL player, but high ceiling. So that's your high ceiling, guys. All right, where was I? Where was I? Kilgore, my brother-in-law, runs track for LSU. He grew from 6'3 and a quarter to 6'4 in one summer at 22. So I don't know. Athletes doing athlete things. Okay. Okay. Mr. Wright, Antoine Myers. My running back, Zeke. That is all day one fan forever. I know Jeff hates him, but hey, we all got players who are like, let's go Cowboys. I don't hate any football player. I just hate when you intentionally play an inferior player, and I hate when you pay running backs a bunch of money because you can replace running backs. Like I, you, So you think I love Tony Pollard, right? You shouldn't pay him either. They should find the next Tony Pollard. Draft him in the fourth or fifth round. Draft another one in the sixth or seventh, sign an undrafted free agent, Just go spend your 10 to $15 million on a starting offensive lineman. Yoga, now he stands up straight, maybe. Things that don't matter but are worth noting from Cowboys OTAs. I have at least one more. Tank said he's coming for his uh, sack, sack leader, coming for sack leader. That sounds pause. Tank Lawrence wants to be the leader on the team in sacks again. He said he's going to have to come after Micah for that. Uh, I got bad news for you, Tank. I don't think you'll ever have the most sacks on this team ever again unless Micah Parsons isn't allowed to rush the quarterback. But Tank Lawrence is an awesome player. I just thought it was funny. that He was just like, I got to go get it. Shout out to Micah Parsons, but I got to go get it. Um, oh, and lots of 20 personnel. They were missing Jalen Tolbert today. They were missing James Washington today. So you saw a lot of Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott on the field together. That's not something I get excited about uh, because when you're using two running backs, if you manage to confuse a defense and get them to screw something up, then it's good and it's fun. But just the idea of, all right, they're both out there. This is so good. No running back. Let's see if I... I don't know if no running back is right. 99.9% .9 of running backs aren't better than whoever your third wide receiver is at running routes. So just having a second running back on the field and putting him in the slot is not better than having a receiver out there. Uh, but that's fun. That's fun. If it causes the defense to play a personnel package that they wouldn't have if you had three wide receivers out there and you're able to find yourself a nice matchup, then sweet. But, yeah. Samuel, where's formula? This is when he usually makes it rain. Maybe his alerts aren't working. Some people have told me their alerts aren't working on the YouTube. So check that. Double check that. But make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're mashing the thumbs up button and all those things. Shout out to my dog, CD, who's currently barking at a door. Oh, because the pool guy was here earlier. 
and I put the block in his doggy door so he can't go out the doggy door right now. I need to go open that. Yeah. Kellen wants Debo so we can run wishbone. <laughs> Debo Samuel will not be a cowboy. Um, I was just alerted, and here I am. So there we go. Some people are getting alerted still. That's nice. Well, it's good to see you guys. Tonight's pasta night, so I got to go. Every Wednesday is pasta night. Tonight is uh, blackened chicken Alfredo pasta. And so it's going to be a good time. Mr. Wright and Tomas, if you're a cool guy, last year when the world went through a race war, I inboxed you on Twitter because you made a statement that made me believe in people again. Much respect, but seriously. Oh. Thanks. Um, yeah. Yeah, I believe in not being racist and being cool to people. That's that's a worthy cause. Uh, so I love you, Mr. Antoine, and everybody else that's here. You guys are all my people. You the best. Uh, thoughts and prayer. It's so weird because thoughts and prayers sound so empty because it's said so much, but positive vibes to the people of Uvalde. Uh, what sucks is that the entire world, myself included, is almost, well, I can't speak for other people. I'll just speak for me. In some ways has become desensitized to some of the horrific, most horrific things that could possibly happen in the world because it's just what we do here. It's normal. It's another day. So I think Steve Kerr said it better than I ever could. So if you're interested in my thoughts on some terrible things that happened, just ask Steve Kerr. The audio is out there. Uh, I love you guys. Came to see the star on vacation from Kentucky. Where's the best ribeye at, Jeff? Um, neighborhood services on Lover's Lane. Don't go to the one in Frisco. That's attached to a hotel. You're not going to get the same quality. The real neighborhood services. Nick and Sam's is a great steakhouse. Uh, oh, oh, what is the name of the place? It's got like the cars in there and stuff hanging from the ceiling. Uh, uh, Town Hearth. Town Hearth has a good steak. Uh, yeah. 270 people in here and under 50 likes. Y'all tighten up. I appreciate you looking out for me, Rue. You're a beast. You're a beast. Daryl, what up, Jeff? Long time no see. Glad to catch the show. Yeah, I'm just popping in every once in a while right now because it's Cowboys OTAs. Just like I was saying throughout this, everything that I said about today's practices or today's OTA gathering, none of it matters, but it's worth noting because Cowboy fans care. Um, yeah, all right. You guys remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through, so be cool to everyone. My birthday's four days away. Four days. I love you. And this is presented by Bet Online. Love you. Bye.